So it is the new year. It's a great time for us to sit down and uh, think about what's coming and look back at, at what happened before. Uh, I always like to take this time really to go back to the scripture and read and see what God was doing in their lives and then at the same time asking God, what do you want to do in my life? Because God certainly does have plans. So let me pick it up with you. Uh, this is in Luke's gospel, his version of the, uh, the gospel of Jesus at the very end of Luke's second chapter. Uh, so this is where uh, Mary and Joseph have now been uh, left by the, the uh, shepherds. They've gone back to their fields. It says that Mary is pondering these things. She's holding these things inside the same way you and I do, trying to make sense of what is God saying? What is God doing? Um, and this is what it says, beginning in uh, chapter number two, uh, beginning in verse number 21. It says, and when eight days had passed, before his circumcision, his circumcision, his name was then called Jesus, the name given to him by the angel before he was conceived from the womb. So Mary's gonna, Mary and Joseph are gonna do what they are supposed to do as Jewish people. They're gonna circumcise Jesus on the eighth day. In fact, that's really when Jesus becomes Jewish in a sense, because the circumcision was the law of Moses, the sign, of we know who we are and we know that God has chosen us as this special people. So it was an important time for them uh, to do this. And then it says in the next verse, and when the days were of purification, uh, according to the law of Moses were completed, uh, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. So this is a, a, a another event, happens uh, 40 days after the birth of the child. Uh, this is the purification for Mary. So she would have been unclean after having a child as far as ceremony was concerned. And she's gonna go to the temple. They're gonna go up to Jerusalem and there she's gonna present her offerings uh, for her own purification and for the giving, the sanctification of this, her firstborn uh, to the Lord. So then it says in the next verse, um, verse 23, as it was written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. So uh, this, this is going all the way back to the law as, as far as before the law was given in the time of Abraham and the time of uh, Moses. And so the firstborn to them was dedicated to the Lord. And this is who Jesus himself is. He's the one gonna be dedicated to the Lord. And it says, and to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two pigeons. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. So as they go and they're gonna present these offerings in the temple, um, one offering was to consecrate the child, the firstborn to give the child to the Lord. Normally this would have been a lamb, uh, that was given, but if you were poor, if you could not afford it, then a turtle dove or a pigeon. And then the second offering, so they're mentioned together there, would have been a sin offering. In other words, this is an offering to say, Lord, forgive me my sin uh, that I still know that I carry with me. And uh, so that's why two turtle doves or two pigeon because they were, they were poor and they're making these offerings. So they're holding to the law. They're in Jerusalem 40 days after the birth of Jesus, and you might think, okay, normal life, going back to their life, but some important things happened for them. 
uh, because God is going to affirm to them that he is with them and that he has plans. And uh, the same way that you might look at your life and say, God has used this or has used that or this person in my life to affirm to me that I should continue to seek him and to follow him and to know him, they're, they're gonna end up with something very similar. And it's really important. This is why Luke has included it um, in his version of the gospel. And so this man, his name was Simeon. He's righteous. He is devout, it says in verse 25. He is looking for the consolation of Israel. In other words, the, the redemption of Israel, the rescue of Israel that God has promised. And it says, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. So the Holy Spirit is leading him um, in this, in what he is seeking. And of course, in this situation with Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus, God has led them together at this time. And this is verse 26. And it had been revealed to him, that Simeon, by the Holy Spirit, that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ, his Savior, his Messiah. So this is something that he is carrying with him, this promise that God has given him also, even though before this, Mary and Joseph never met him, don't know anything about this. And it says, and he came in the spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought the, the child Jesus to carry out for him uh, the custom of the law, then he took him into his arms and he blessed God and he said, now Lord, what wonderful um, song that he gets to sing here. Now Lord, you are blessing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all the peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Wow, so she, he gives this, this word, God has prepared him, God has set him up, Simeon has come there and um, day after day after day looking for this promise of God. He's, he's old in his old age and now he's saying, now I can go home because I've seen the promise that God made, I've seen the, the savior that is to come, uh, the, the consolation of Israel, the rescue of Israel, to, to take everything that has happened in their life and in, in the nation's life and to say, you know, it all had a plan, it all had a, had a purpose. And the wonderful thing about it uh, for me, uh, hopefully it's the same way with uh, you, as a person who is not Jewish, all of a sudden we realize that there is this tie between us, that God was rescuing us when Jesus came also. And Simeon understands the same thing. He sees the same thing. In fact, look at, look at what it says here, or, or listen to what it says um, after that. And his father and his mother were amazed at these things which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and he said to Mary his mother, behold, the child is appointed for the fall and the rise of many in Israel and for a sign to be opposed. And a sword will pierce even your own soul to the end that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. So he's saying, listen, this is gonna be hard. It's gonna be difficult. It, it is the, the answer that we've been looking for, but this answer will open up the hearts of people. And I think that's true through Jesus himself. A lot of times you see what the heart of a person really is. Are they seeking just their own good? Or in the midst of that, are they seeking God at the same time, realizing 
that God is the one that I need if I'm going to really find what is good for my life because he is the one who has plans for me and he is the one who put me here at this, at this time. So Simeon's like, this is my purpose. This is why I'm here. This is my time to be here. I get a chance to see this, this poor couple coming to the temple. They're, they're doing what they should do under the law. They're, they're offering their sacrifices um, to the Lord, but they've also brought this child who is the answer to all of my prayers, all of my hopes, all the things that I've longed for. What a great message uh, at this time of New Year that God has plans for us. He has answers for us. He's promised things. He is faithful to his promises. Um, just as in this story, he's not in a hurry. Uh, God is fine taking the time that is needed so that the pieces will fall into place. The ones that you and I need to, to realize that God has not forgotten about us, that he has a plan for us, that Jesus, his son, um, would come live the life that he was called to live. According to the law, he was the fulfillment uh, of the law. He didn't come to break the law or do away with it, but he came to complete it uh, so that he would be the sacrifice, the Lamb of God that is offered for our sins. You know, New Year is a great time to make some commitments in your life. Knowing what God has done, um, and recognizing that because of everything God has done and because of his faithfulness, as we sang about uh, just a few minutes ago, um, then that gives me a chance to say, then, then I can do some things also. I can be faithful. I can look to God. I can spend time praying to God, letting God know my heart. He knows my heart anyway. So why wouldn't I let him know my heart? And then reading the scripture itself and, and realizing what God's heart is and what God's plan is and even these verses that were written 2,000 years ago about a story that maybe you didn't realize you were involved in, that God says, hey, I had a plan for you also. And uh, God's plans will go forward, and we can seek those plans. We can seek to say, what do you want to do in my life, and how do you want to use me uh, today in this new year that is coming up? What a great way to approach it, to look to God and uh, to remember what he's done for us. So as we begin the new year, would you pray with me? And uh, let's ask God to teach us, to speak to us, to lead us, to guide us. Let's thank him for everything that he's done in the past, especially for sending his son, Jesus. And um, let's, as Simeon did, let's bless God. Let's say, God, we're with you. Uh, lead us. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that uh, you've been so good to us. You have watched after us. Uh, just like you watched after Mary and Joseph and so many in the story uh, before, uh, this man who longed to see your rescuer, how you would, how you would rescue your people, and, and yet he got a chance to see exactly that. And so, Lord, we, we feel in a lot of ways that we are like Simeon. Uh, we had a chance, we have a chance to know and to see the rescuer who has come and for him to become real in our lives, alive in us, so that uh, you can lead us through your word, you can lead us through your, your spirit, you can lead us uh, through the lives of other people that we know, other people who believe and follow and encourage us, we can encourage them. And Lord, even lead us into the lives of other people that you plan on them knowing, them believing. And here's our chance to love them the way you love them. 
So, Father, thank you for the past year, the past years. Thank you for this time, this place that you've placed us, and thank you for what is to come, Lord, that we know it's in your hands and in your faithfulness as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for coming or being a part of this online. I guess that's a way that you have come here, just like if I have a chance to come and, and speak to you in this way. And have a great new year.